Yo, what's up, everybody? This is JJ Martinez. This is Big Jeff. And this is Beauty and the Beast Mode Podcast. Episode. No. No. No, no, no. We don't do that. I don't even know if I fully, if I got the entire word, everybody out. It's like, everybody. All I know is that I have the headphones on and I'm listening to you sucking on some fudge. Oh, so this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do because I just called you out for chewing gum. You want to spin it on me as I'm still sucking You're on still mouth. coming up. You want to spin it on me and be like, oh, I'm going to get him because he got some fudge in his mouth. Listen, it's very obvious that you're chewing on something. Yeah, I couldn't even get the word everybody. <laughs> everybody. That'd and, be a good you know, shirt, though. Everybody at Beauty and the Beast Mode Podcast. We need some t-shirts, bro. We need some merch. We do. We do. We've been doing this for we five years We need a what's now. up, everybody. We need some merch. Yeah. Uh, so... You're chewing on some Bucky's fudge, little fudge sampler. Well, for the people that don't know what but look, we got listeners everywhere, yeah. bro. Everywhere. Tell them the stats, man. Right. We, we're, we're pretty Ooh. much like... You got fudge in your mouth? At, no, I have some okay. luscious Cafe Bustello with oh. some... With what? Coffee liqueur. Co- oh, hey now. It'll be a fun podcast. <laughs> uh, Bavaria... <laughs> Right? Germany, we have peeps in Brussels, we have peeps in all over the place listening. UK, we're international, baby. So, and we've been international. This ain't new. This is not new news to us. That's right. We just wanted to let y'all know that we got listeners everywhere. Everywhere. Everybody. And we appreciate it. We got everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Hit us up on the socials. Bro, that was a callback to the joke, and you didn't even give me a fake laugh, bro. I said everybody. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, go ahead, man. But tell the people internationally what Bucky's might well, be. Well, before I do that, I want to let everybody know that they could find us on the socials, beauty at beauty underscore beast pod. Is it at beauty at beauty underscore beast? Because that's what you just told everybody. It's <laughs> at beauty underscore beast pod. Beast Pod is one word. On the Instagram. So it sounds like Beast Pod. Twitters. And, but you can find us on Facebook, at Beauty and the Beast Mode Podcast. Do a search. And we are updating stuff. We have a YouTube, but we didn't put much content on there. We're going to be filling that out. So if you want to get in first and subscribe. Gonna be my lover, wanna be my lover. But we're asking... You know, if you're listening to this right now, please head over to iTunes. Bro, why are you begging people? They're going to listen if they want to listen, I'm bro. I'm saying head on over to iTunes if you're there right now and subscribe. How would we know if they're there right now? Rate and review. If they're on iTunes right now, they're listening to, they're listening to us. But I'm saying they might be on Spotify. They might be on SoundCloud. They might be on blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Wherever they're listening. Okay. But... You know, rate and review us, please. I w- and you guys also leave us, leave us some comments and let me know if you can hear Jeff scratching his knee for that entire time. He was he was just giving that spiel about our medias. I do, I'm listening. I don't think it's coming okay. through. <laughs> Sound like a DJ over there. <laughs> uh, but Bucky's, ashy knees, bro. You got ashy knees. You need some lotion, ashy bro. Ashy everything. Elbows, knees. <laughs> Heads. Needs? Did what? you say needs? I did. <laughs> Listen, if I could get through this with some semblance that of the liqueur English language coming out of my mouth, I'll be happy. That liqueur got to you. But Bucky's is a gas station. Mm-hmm. But not just like a gas, it's like a super, like a, the Walmart of gas stations. It's a gas station that you might expect to see in Florida. Yeah, they originated in Texas, USA. Or Texas, I was going to say. They originated there, and now they're here in uh, St. Augustine, Florida, and Daytona Beach. Uh, And they have like 150 gas pumps. Um, So inside, though, it's like a superstore. And they have this giant uh, thing in the middle where they make fresh sandwiches. So they make like fresh brisket sandwiches and all that stuff. So I was telling Yeye before we hit record that I think of him when I think of them because... Jeff thinks of me when he thinks of a gas station. Because the company themselves are quite innovative. Okay. And good thing I had something good to say. Yeah, because I'm about to get you. So 
when they first opened up, they were serving these brisket sandwiches, right? And they were serving them with pickles and onions on them. So I went back the next week and got a brisket sandwich, mm -hmm. and it didn't have pickles or onions. So mm -hmm. I said, oh, so where are your pickles and onions? And they said that the company had done an analysis, mm -hmm. and the time that it took them to put pickles and onions on a sandwich, they're saving like millions of dollars by not putting pickles and onions well, on a sandwich. Well, also by not buying pickles and onions. But they still buy them, but they put them in little containers. So in my head, so I was like... put them on themselves? They could put them on themselves. Oh. So I was just like, huh. Thought of yay, yay. Pickles and onions, baby. Pickles and onions. So the part of that that made you think about me was what exactly? Was the innovation of them doing analysis oh. on... That, okay. To save some money and not you know, them being like, get your own damn pickles and onions. <laughs> <laughs> you want pickles and onions, you might. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so not them being like, I ain't getting you pickles and onions. Get your own damn pickles yeah. and onions. They're right there. Yeah. So okay. I came over here with a box of a fudge sampler. They have all the tons. You walked in here like Forrest Gump with, with a box of chocolates. <laughs> And you don't know which one you're going to get because yeah. they yeah. don't have a little thing, a card saying what's what. But yeah. you said it was pretty good, right? It was, yeah. Uh, so far, I think I've had like a coffee one and a uh, car, car, caramel. Nice. Caramel, caramel. I do caramel. I do caramel as well. I think if you say caramel, there's something, there's something wrong with you. But it's funny how the English language works. And well, do you say tomato or tomato? Tomato. You say potato or potato? P potato. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny, right? Different places where people live, they say it different ways. But if you think about it, anytime we talk do about... Do you say Twizzler or Twizzler? <laughs> it depends if I'm angry. But we drive a car, right? But it's caramel? It's spelled C A R, right? So it should be caramel. Hey, look, man, I'm not I'm not a English teacher, bro. I'm no. not an English major, so I mean, <laughs> anybody listening to this podcast knows I can barely speak English sometimes. <laughs> hey, how I stumble. Same here, everybody. Yeah. Uh you know what, Jeff? I was listening to some of the episodes that we recorded recently, and for some reason, man, I've been doing like a lot of heavy breathing. Just like so everybody. <gasps> I'm like, what the heck, man? So you can hear yourself taking breaths? Yeah, and it's annoying. That's I'm annoying funny. myself. So I can only imagine now that the now the listeners are gonna go, they're gonna listen for it. They're gonna they're gonna Definitely go into it. Oh man. So I have to be I have to hold my breath between every sentence. So, yeah, he's gonna pass out <laughs> holding his breath. <laughs> but it's funny, right? Because there might be some peeps who are like, you know what? We heard that too. That, heard that's that too. gonna stink. If you, hey, if you do hear me uh, doing that, then I want you to comment. I want you to comment on, on the medias and be like, I want you to count how many breaths you hear me take on an episode. Oh, that's great. And uh, whoever uh, guesses the right amount or gets the right amount will send you some merch. When we get it. Nice. <laughs> don't hold your breath. Might be. Don't hold your breath like yeah, yeah. So, uh, what's been going on in the Fremen residence? Hey, man, what, hey, bro, why are you taking my part, man? Go ahead. Dang, man. That's like the last episode where I said the whole intro and you were like, okay, I, I guess I don't have anything to say at the beginning of this. I was like, oh, man. So, uh, yeah, Big Jeff, what's going on in Casa de la, <laughs> what? All I know is you just said something, and I heard a gurgle come out. Oh, my it God. Caught it. it you caught did. it. I, 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 well, you acknowledged it, so now it's a whole thing that people are going to acknowledge on the episode. This um, is like episode number bodily function sounds. Oh, my gosh, bro. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Um, there was a little gurgle there. Thanks for calling that out. Uh <sighs> I also just farted. 
<laughs> now I'm um, holding my breath. Big Jeff, what's what's been going on in Casa de la Fremit, man? Uh, so my youngest graduated her junior year of high school yesterday. Twenty second timeout. Graduated your what did say that again? Junior year of high school. You graduate from high school at the end of high school, bro. You don't graduate from year to year, bro. Yeah. Listen, let's just be happy it didn't take me five minutes to think about what <laughs> happened in my household. <laughs> but congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Uh, next year, she is taking a couple of high school classes in the morning and then college courses in the afternoon. That's nice. Uh, so, yeah, when she graduates, originally she was going to graduate with her associate's degree and her high school diploma, mm-hmm. but uh, she found marijuana, and that has kind Wait, of what? lessened, <laughs> lessened Stop, her. Pause, hit the pause button. Hit the pause button, bro. Do not just breeze. Get a, get slow a, it up a little a bit, okay? Okay. I, I'm excited that you have... Some things to talk about, and it's not taking you fucking five minutes to, to get it out. However, hit the pause button, bro. Okay. Slow down a little bit. Marijuana. Yep. Mary Jane. <laughs> Think about that for Jeff Jordan. But anyways, um, marijuana. Start from there. Okay. Because you just kind of, you kind of just railed right past that, bro. Oh, yeah. She's been smoking marijuana for a while now. Oh, yeah. 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 And I feel like... Wait, did you, uh, did you just discover this? No. Oh, okay. No, I've known for a while. Hold on, bro. You just outing her like that, man? Oh, you know I'm an open book. (laughs) She might not want to be an open book. She is now. Oh, my gosh. So, obviously, you're feeling some type of way about this. I feel that there is no stopping what she's going to do, right? I could say, please don't do that. And she'll be like, all right, Dad. Mm-hmm. And then she'll be like. <laughs> I do that with my coffee, by the way. I'm not Shh. ripping anything. That's what he's telling y'all. Uh, you know, but I'm happy it's not heroin or crack. Oh my God, bro! What a you know? what a leap you just made. Just saying. So did did this come up recently? Like, why is this fresh on your brain right now? Uh, I mostly said it as a joke, but in the back of my mind, I you know she was all just like, yeah, a, a year or two ago is like, yeah, I want to take the college courses, and yeah, I want to graduate with my associates, and blah blah blah. So you said you said but. You said, but she's smoking marijuana, as if to to imply that that would impede or is impeding her progress toward that, that path. I think that marijuana has played a part in her lessening her wanting to do things. Okay. Like schoolwork? educational nature. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so... That's how I, I feel get that, about bro. It. My look, my daughter. I, I think I don't know if we talked about it here before, but at that age, run at time. I don't want to say discovered it, but we discovered that she was right. into it. You right. know what I mean? Sure. So, I mean, I understand what how how you might be feeling and and uh, what kind of predicament you're in. Yeah, and I mean, you know what? Not that I'm cool with it, but. Like I said, it could be a lot worse, you know? Mm-hmm. So the wife, not so cool with it. Yeah. The wife never did any drugs whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of drugs mm-hmm. many, moon, many, mm-hmm. many moons ago. Uh, so to me, I'm like, it's weed. Right. You know? Right. To her, she's like, oh, my God, we need an intervention, you know? Mm-hmm. But at this point, knowing that, you know, kids are going to do what kids are going to do, no matter what parents say. You know, she's kind of looks at it now like, damn, I guess I don't really have a, a say in the matter or any choice mm-hmm. in the matter. So, Wait, did you catch her in the act? Uh, it was quite obvious. Okay, so she, she came into the house high? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And for her, so my older one smokes weed as well. Mm-hmm. My older one, as the kids put it, can hold her smoke. Okay? <laughs> right. And you pretty much wouldn't know. Oh, my God, bro. Your right? kids are going to hate you like, for this episode. I know. 
they probably won't listen. Uh-huh. They actually started. This would be the one. This would be the one that they listen to. Listen to. Uh, I'll wake up with that knife in the chest. So they always <laughs> knew that I was gonna. But so the older one can handle herself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she gets really bad, right. and she's right. like, Ooh. but the younger one gets all squinty-eyed. Mm-hmm. She gets like the smile. Right, and it's right. like you are higher than a motherfucker right now, yeah. you know. Bro, like, that I tell you what, I I didn't smoke weed growing up. Okay. I I was around a lot of cats that smoked weed. There was I think I might have told a story before, like the day that I was before I was leaving the boot camp, some dude asked me to sell sell for him, but like there was yeah, there were a lot of cats that smoked weed. I didn't get into it. Uh but I have smoked weed before. Right. And when I got out of the military, um, I, <laughs> I was going to hang out with my brother and his friends one time and I was living with my folks at the time, you know, trying to get established and, and figure things out. And I remember when I was leaving the house, my pops was like, <laughs> and my pops is a trip, but he's like, don't be going out there smoking no, no, no dope or da, 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 da. you know, just every other word except for weed, whatever words he grew up right. with calling right. weed, right? No, that's um, smack. Yeah. Uh, but I did and I remember I came home and I was just like that smiling and squinty eyed and this dude I believe he just waited up late to see if I was out doing that right Right. so when I get to the house he walks outside it might be like one in the morning bro first of all I'm like yo why are you awake right now you know what I mean it's not like I'm 16 years old and why are you a sentry at the window yeah exactly so he comes out and I'm walking up to the house and he's like, have you, have you been out there smoking? And then, you know, we have this, this running joke when, when my dad speaks, which is just like, you just start to hear the Charlie Brown voice, right? It's like, womp, 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 womp. But he's like, you been out there smoking? And I just remember looking at him and being like, no, but just started hysterical laughing. And Yeye, just for anybody, because you're not seeing him, he had one eye shut and one eye half open. <laughs> yeah, I put myself back there. Right. But, so I get, I get that. Um, but I, I mean, I guess most of us go through it at some point, right? Sure, sure. Like I said, I did a lot of stuff when I was young, but mm-hmm. at the age of like 18, 19, I pretty much was done with everything. You're a liar. I don't mean it's, but you started smoking at 13, bro. Cigarettes. Cigarettes, yeah. How is that not a bad thing? That I'm still smoking. (laughs) But but I meant drug-wise. Like, I was pretty much done with all illegal drugs, quote-unquote, by the age of, like, 18, 19. Yeah. So so that's that. Um, I was on disability because of that injury to my foot, Mm -hmm. and I was told that that is no longer... So I'm no longer on disability, so I no longer... Wait, what? Wait, top tw- wait, 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 wait. Pause again, bro. Pause again. Back up, dog. Wait, are we jumping out of the marijuana discussion now? Yeah, I'm moving okay, on. Okay, so the hard stop on the marijuana. Yep. What is this new thing that you're about to say? I was on disability. Yeah? For my foot. Uh-huh. And I got notified that I am no longer on disability. Wait. So help me understand, is this a good thing or not a good thing? Well, I no longer have a check coming in. Not a good thing. Not a good thing. Okay. Uh, I applied for social security disability over a year ago. Okay. Just got a letter in the mail a week after I got kicked off disability Mm -hmm. saying that I'm denied for social security disability. Not a good thing. Okay. I was told that Social Security disability, because now I could file an appeal mm-hmm. within 60 days of receiving the letter, and the whole process could take over two years. Not a good thing. Not a good thing. So this, so what you're saying right now is not a positive thing that's taking place in your life. Definitely not a positive thing. Oh my God, thing. bro. The way you say, see, when you started just speeding through it the first time, it sounded like it was... It was like you were happy about it. Oh, yeah, definitely not. Oh, man, this is brutal, bro. I'm so sorry. You want some fudge? (laughs) (laughs) So, 
So we got to monetize this podcast. So ladies and gentlemen, what we're trying to say right now is that you need to subscribe. You need to tell your folks to subscribe. We need to get picked up by a podcast. Why did my voice crack there? Picked up! We need to get picked up by a podcast network because Big Jeff right now (laughs) needs it. (laughs) He needs some income, baby. (laughs) Listen, I'm one step away from hosting a telethon on PBS. I mean, bro, maybe you could sell weed to your daughters. (laughs) (laughs) so there's that um oh my gosh bro so i i'm even though we're joking about it man i am tremendously sorry for that thanks thanks uh so it started off good and funny and we'll just spiral (laughs) which is good so this is the price is right game with the little mount mountaineer going up the cliff and we guessed the wrong price, and now we're falling. <laughs> uh, so wait, hold on, man. Are you? Do I need to brace for some less than positive news right now? Oh yeah. Oh my god. So, a little over two years ago, uh, started realizing that my mom was a little off, mm-hmm. right? So we used to play dominoes and card games and she used to be like on the money Mm -hmm. with all that stuff and she started getting a little confused and this and that so we've realized now and she was diagnosed with dementia Mm -hmm. so it's been getting a little rough and a month ago it started getting real rough Mm -hmm. you know like uh having issues with her mobility uh, a lot more confusion. She's hallucinating, seeing people that aren't there, talking to people that aren't there. Uh, the last two weeks have been really, really rough. She's declining fast. And it's been a lot for our family. And uh, winds up that... Uh, Yesterday, I had a call for in-home hospice, and not to where she's dying right now, but for some help. Need somebody, yeah. You know, Um, so they brought in a hospital bed. They have some uh, nurse that's going to come once a week. They have a whole bunch of different services that they offer, and you know. Last week, something that just ripped the heart out of me. You know, my dad's dealing with it twenty four seven, and we know from what I used to do and what you're still doing that caregiver fatigue is a real thing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, here it is. They've been married for fifty eight years. You know, and they're best friends. And my dad is definitely not dealing with it well for a very long time, up until. Probably a few days ago, he was in complete denial, you know, uh, thinking that she's going to get better. Um, He refuses to do any reading on dementia um, Mm -hmm. to educate himself or anything else because that's how bad he doesn't want to deal. So last week, you know, because I've been going over there like every other day. This past week is like every day. Excuse me. And um, so last week, you know, because he has his own doctor's appointments and winds up that he needs to do some things, go to the bank and go food shopping and do those things to do them, but also to get out of the house to clear his mind a little bit, you know. So pretty much he's sitting there showing me so she's not, she can't, she had two falls Mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago. So pretty much she's been in a recliner for weeks, Mm -hmm. not going into a bed or anything else because they're scared. Like what if she falls again? So... It's like I can't even get it out of my mouth. So pretty much 
she has a portable commode that is right there mm -hmm. next to her chair. So pretty much they had to show me how she goes to the bathroom. Right. And she starts hysterical crying because she's like, no son should ever have to watch their mother do this or be there when their mother does this. And she was just so embarrassed. Mm -hmm. And it just ripped the heart right out of me. So it's, it's been rough. It's been rough, rough as fuck. So yeah, everybody. That is a lot to take in. Everybody listening right now is like, what the fudge brownie? Yeah. Yeah, so, you know... But I think that a lot of people have experienced it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, I mean, it's not to take away from anything, but I think that people that are listening right now, uh, there's a lot of understanding. Yeah. You know, and, and we always said that we would be real and be honest, and, you know, I've been an open book. The whole time we did this podcast, and this is just part of my journey right now. And, and bro, you need to go to your daughter's and get some weed <laughs> because you, dude, my my oldest is, asked is, me. Really, it is not. I mean, how are you maintaining? So, a few weeks ago, I started going to therapy. Good for you. Uh, so it's something that has had to happen for a long time. Uh, but especially now, you know, mm -hmm. and when I sat down for the first session, she's like, all right, lay it on me. I'm like, you're going to need therapy after this session, like yeah. for real. And I went back and told her from like the beginning. From, from Anastasi. So November, 1971, <laughs> but told her everything, you know, um, up until what's been going on. There What's might be going? sometimes where you, if you don't feel like talking, you can just go back and play one of the episodes while you're in there with her. Yeah, for real. Like, just listen to this. And she's like, oh my God, that dude breathes a lot into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's that's been a help. But, uh, you know, it's, you know, and still stuff goes on at my house that I got to deal with and in, in the lives of yeah, our just family. Every day. You know, yeah. yeah. So the line at Bucky's and them not putting <laughs> pickles and onions on. That's right. You're like, I gotta. Do you know what I'm going through? I gotta put on my own damn pickles and onions. See my goddamn pickles. <laughs> so yeah. So it's uh, it's been a lot, and you know, after this past week, especially, you know, it brought me back. Like for a, f a couple episodes ago. When bees attack, mm. we were talking about, you know, how going back, thinking about those times of mm -hmm. our childhood. Mm -hmm. and Man, I bet a lot of that's coming up for you right now, huh? A lot's coming up, but a lot's coming up thinking about when I was a kid and all my friends were my life, you mm -hmm. know? And granted, I had a messed up childhood and my home life wasn't great. But I remember my father saying that family is all you have. Don't listen here. I'm with you. I'm with you. But don't guilt trip yourself right no, now. No, no, no. Not at okay. all. Not okay. at all. Um, you know, but, and, but it makes me think, like, yeah, friends have come and gone throughout my life, you know. And, and now that I'm a dad, you know, and I'm telling my kids that. You know, seeing how they have friends that aren't treating them right. And I'm like, look, your mom and I will have your backs through everything. Even when you're little assholes, even when you're not doing the right thing, even when you're being jerks, like, we're there for you till the day that we die. You know, and, and it kind of just took me back thinking about those times. Mm -hmm. 
and how truly family is everything, you know, mm -hmm. and how important it is. And, you know, sometimes for how many years where it was like, oh, yeah, I should probably call my mom, you know, and, mm -hmm. and say hi, you know, and, it, you know, thinking now that it would mean the world to her. But back then, not realizing, and that's just part of being a kid or a young adult. Well, I think what it's what it says overall is that you have maintained the great relationship with your folks, you know, even through bad stuff or or whatever the whatever it might be, like you maintain that great relationship. I don't know that um I agree with you. Personally, I agree with you that family is everything, especially immediate family. Right. But I don't know if that's everyone's take. Right. And I don't know that it has to be everyone's take. Correct. Because sometimes people get treated shitty by their family, and that person's not going to be like, well, family's everything if you're getting treated like shit, right? right? Not, not, like, not like physical abuse or anything, but just like it could be emotional. It could be like they could care less about your life, sure. you know, all of that stuff. I mean, there are some real asshole parents out there yeah, who yeah. don't do the right thing for their kids right. and only think about themselves. Mm -hmm. And I by no means am saying, you know, everybody should go mend fences because, right. you know, sometimes... Well, mending fences could be a good thing. It could be a good thing. Mm -hmm. But I also understand in the same breath that, you know... There might be a lot of Macaulay Calkins out there They're trying, to, <laughs> trying to divorce their parents. You know yeah. what I mean? And, you know, sometimes some things are unforgivable. Yeah. You know, and, and plain and simple. Are they? That's a good thing. Are, is, okay, take out, like, all of the, the deadly sins of the world, right? Is everything unforgivable? I think, like, an incest-type situation is unforgivable oh my god bro i just said take out all the seven like know, the deadly sins and you that's when you would jump no, back into the because that's the, the first thing that i think of you know <laughs> of course that's unforgivable jeff but, that's why i said leave it out right. i other than that you know it depends on the person you know and it depends where they are in their journey mm -hmm. you know and sometimes sometimes somebody could find it in themselves to forgive early on Sometimes it might take longer. Right. Um, and like I said, it really depends on that person. You know, you could forgive and the parent could still be an asshole to the person. Then it's like, mm -hmm. well, piss off then, you know? Like, yeah. I was willing to sit there and but give you a pass. at least you released it. To me, I had to because it didn't do Well, in general. Uh, yeah, I'm glad that you're saying you. Me. Yeah, but in general, at least that person that does forgive has released that. Yes, yes. You know? Yeah. And... Releasing that is like a weight off the shoulders, mm -hmm. in my opinion. And you did, and you had to do that. Yeah, yeah. For the longest time, I just shoved it whoa, down. Whoa, for the longest time. Whoa, for the longest time. See, you see what I'm saying? Every time, all he has to do is the low. Whatever's in the background, I but well. I have to try and pick up on the lyrics and everything. I do it well. I do the deep boom booms well, and you have a great singing voice. We're a good pair. So that, yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, that's a tough situation to be in, and I mean, yeah, I, man, it's just tough. You know, I think you're at a in in the headspace from a, a mental perspective. I'm glad that you are stable and able enough to be like, okay, I, I can take this on, and I accept this responsibility. Yep. Because had you not did the done the forgiving part, right? Right. You might not be there. True. True. I mean, like, I'm honestly like holding on by a thread. Oh my god, bro. Emotionally, and you know, like. All that, but see, I didn't say and stuff like that. Mm. Um, you know, to me, like we've spoken that I've always been like, felt like I had to be the protector and the mm. one shielding my family from stuff. And so I'm strong for that. So I got that Superman shirt on, yeah. bro. You Superman, man. Yeah. So Superman, man. Um, 
Why did that make me just? You're the white Superman. White Superman. So. That's inside baseball, y'all. It is. And it's so funny. Um, you know, but I'm, yeah. Yep. It's, I mean, you know that you have relationships uh, available to you to assist in, in any way that you might need. And it's... It's not easy, man. I, I don't like. I don't envy you, bro. It's like, I, I can't even, nor do I want to imagine, uh, being in that position. You yeah. know, I, I don't know if we talked about this before, but knowing that life moves rapidly, probably way more, way quicker than we want it to, and that our family members are gonna get older. And we might be in a position where we, we have to take care of them. And I've seen it before in my own family. And knowing that you're going through that now, man, it's just like, but that on top of everything else, man, you know, not to get all super religious or anything like that, but you know, we, we get what we can handle. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, it's funny. A piece of me thought just yesterday. So yesterday, like I said, I made the call, mm -hmm. you know, and let me tell you over here, community hospice is the name of the hospice organization. It actually is the company that my wife works for. Mm -hmm. And we were going through her regular doctor to get her a hospital bed and it got denied through Medicare. And then it was like, oh, it'll have, it'll be a month. So I called up the hospice. The woman came to do the assessment of my mom and meet my mom. She left. I was leaving to go home. I didn't even make it out of their community, and I got a call that the dude was coming with the hospital bed, mm. you know? Mm -hmm. And I've taken over all of the doctors making appointments for them, and I've taken over everything in their life that was making appointments and doing this and doing that. And I was just beside myself thinking yesterday on my way home, that maybe it's a possible, I'm very spiritual. I'm mm -hmm. not religious, mm -hmm. but I'm very spiritual. And I said- You believe to, in Superman. I, <laughs> <laughs> I said to myself- Self? Maybe, self, <laughs> that maybe this whole shit with me losing my job and everything else, was so I could have the time to mm. take care of my family, mm. right? Man. Because if I was working full-time, I wouldn't have that bandwidth, and I wouldn't be able to. So a piece of me was like, maybe this was supposed to happen this way. Bro, that cuts deep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, that's the... The preparation, man, like you, I believe that as well, but it's also like you have to, now you have to stay in front of it and continually be prepared. And I think that self-talk is now part of it. Like, okay, I, everything that happened leading up to this happened so that I can be prepared for this moment. Right. Yep. Man. As, wow, bro. Yeah. So, what's been going on in your world, brother? It's not a damn thing compared to that, man. I mean, jeez <laughs> Louise, man. You know, I, I, you know, it's just, it's right though. The blessing that you have right now to to have the opportunity to give time, yeah, to that situation and to your into your folks, right, uh, is super important. And oh man, it's it's going to be. 
as valuable to them as anything that you've ever done for them. Yeah. Even if you don't hear from them, even if it's not recognized because of the circumstance, it will be the most valuable thing. Yeah. So it's funny. So we did an episode on perspective, right? And looking at things a different way Mm -hmm. through a different lens. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times... Man, we did a lot of great-ass episodes. We definitely did. Just another plug. We've done a lot of great-ass episodes, so go back and listen. That's right. Um, So sometimes you got to take yourself out of how you normally think Mm -hmm. and truly step back to see a situation for what it is. Yeah, you got to zoom out, right? Mm -hmm. So... Through all this stuff going on, like I said, my, my father is overstressed and frustrated, right? Like, earlier today, it took me literally 25 minutes to get my mom to move two feet to sit down in the chair. But when I'm not there, it's my dad doing everything. Right. So, winds up that there have been a few times this past week when... I'm over there and I'm trying to help out and he snaps at me Mm -hmm. and he's cursing like, you know, I know what the fuck I'm doing Mm -hmm. and what do you think? I'm an idiot and all this stuff. It's like the great Santini over there, bro. (laughs) Good call. Robert Duvall for anybody who don't know. Uh, So the old me would have been like, fuck you, old man, you Mm -hmm. know, but now and slick your hair back with a comb and be like I'm out of here Bafangu <laughs> so now it's like I take a deep breath mm-hmm. and I step back and I'm like he's going through it yeah and he needs that release mm-hmm. and it changes I need to change my perspective for how I would normally deal with the situation knowing how emotionally burnt he is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Man, well, that's a a heck of a way to look at it. And I'm glad that you're taking that approach. And I want you to know that I've got your back. And, you know, anytime you you need me, just holler. I know, Um, brother. Thank you. And, uh, you know, it sounds like you are willing to accept that type of behavior from your dad because of the paradigm that you're you're now in. However, also know that like it's still not a good thing to get yelled at. Oh no, yeah. Right? So I, you, oh, I, today when I left, I sliced his fucking tires. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's 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 not a great situation overall, but you know that doesn't mean that you have to accept a certain type of behavior. But no, if you are, and if that's what you're willing to take on, then and I'm I, this is like unsolicited shit. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, just know that you then have to release whatever it is that they just he just put on you. Right. So whatever that release is for you, just make sure that you find out what that takes yeah you know so that you don't hold on to that as well so this week i also signed up at the ymca to start working out again good man Uh, i met with the personal trainer there Mm -hmm. so i could sit there for a few sessions and yeah you know like get accustomed to the weights and the machines that they have there Mm -hmm. so that's going to be like probably 80 percent of my release yeah is going there. Yeah. Uh, they have a few, like, heavy bags there that mm-hmm. I'm just going to kick the shit out of. Well, you, I don't know about kick, but you... <laughs> I'll beat them up. Yeah. Beat them up just to release, you know? Yeah. So that's going to be huge. Yeah. Good for you, man. Yeah. So You're, you're going to need it. Yeah. Yep. You're going to need it. Yeah. So... Man. So a big part of me telling these stories and when Yay tells stories like this or bears his soul and, and I let down my wall is, you know, for anybody listening to know that if you're going through a similar situation that you are not alone. 
You are not alone. And we are here with you. This is why you people and listen. Though you're far apart, you're always in our hearts. Boom, boom. Oh, this dude. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, and... And when the world... No. <laughs> <laughs> you got some voice, brother. I, can, I love it. Get, talk to the people, bro. So, you're not alone. <laughs> don't don't start singing okay, okay. again. Uh, you know, and sometimes people need to know that. And sometimes when people are going through it, they they're like, "How am I gonna get through this?" You know. And a lot of times you feel alone. Mm-hmm. You know, but just know that other people are going through the same or similar type situations, or have gone through it, and or have some yeah. maybe some experiences to to share yeah not necessarily advice but just like you know right there's some common ground there yeah and i'm hoping that just by me telling my story like this that you know somebody could take that deep breath and be like okay others are going through it too or have gone through whatever it may be, and I can go through it. I can get through it. Yeah. Bro, you just went super sleepless in Seattle on us. <laughs> Man, I, I Jeff, I appreciate your your honesty and, and being open with us today. Always, and, brother. Man, that is uh it's not an easy task. It's gonna be a long road. Yeah. So all you beasties out there, make sure you show some love, you know. Uh because, you know, we're on here doing it, but we need it just as much as anybody else. So when you can, if you can, how you can, show some love to Beauty and the Beast mode. Um, Jeff, 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 Jeff. I don't know where to go from there, bro. I th- you know, I think you summed it up really well there at the end uh, about why we do this podcast and, and what you hope the people take away from it. Yeah. So, so do you have a beast mode moment? Oh, bro, since when? Okay, now we want to jump back into, since when do we do beast mode moment before Jeff's joint? That's, see, it's the coffee liqueur. In my head, <laughs> I was like, is it my turn? Yeah, or it's your, your turn, bro. Okay. But, I mean, you got to love just what, what happened here today is the realness behind it, the truth. Like, Jeff took you into a chapter of his life, this current chapter of his life that is going to be full of adversity and challenges. You know about some of the setbacks that he's gone through and now he's faced with this. And so when you think about how this relates to you, you can draw strength from it. You can draw encouragement from it. And we hope that's what you take from it. And it's, it's, it's also powerful to talk about. You know, Jeff is not only talking to you guys about this, but he's talking to me about this for the first time, which takes a lot of courage. Um, and so if if you're that person for someone else, uh, just try to be a listener. You know, try to be a listener and ask. I'll give you a beast mode moment, Jeff. The beast mode moment today is to, yeah, we're going to switch it up. Your beast mode moment today is to understand how you can best benefit the relationship with your friends and your family. What, in what ways can you be a better listener? When somebody is, is bringing something to you, ask them how they want you to show up. Do you want me to just listen? Would you like some advice? Do you just want to vent? Ask them what it is that they need from you Mm. at that moment in time. Instead of just offering up maybe unsolicited things or, or, you know, stuff that might just fall on deaf ears because they're just wanting to have somebody listen on the other side. So find out what that is in the relationship when you come across moments like this with your family and friends. That's your beast mode moment. Bro, that's super powerful. Super powerful because I know that I've been in situations 
before where I always want to help somebody, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And but I'm good at reading a room, so right. like right away I want to protect somebody and, mm-hmm. and let's say give some advice, yeah. and I could tell when it was like that person didn't need that, yeah. So I would step back and yeah. be like, "Go ahead and vent," mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. That's to be emotionally aware, mm-hmm. like you put it, bro. So yeah. important. And it really, it really is the asking because sometimes you've had a relationship with somebody so long, you know, family or friends, and you think that just by nature you can just give them unsolicited advice or you can just jump back in, give them something else, you know, with after they they uh, drop something on you. And a lot of times they people don't want that. Right. They just want you to listen. Mm. So there's power in asking. And it might take the relationship to another level. I'm not saying that you might already have a great, but it might take the relationship to another level if somebody's like, I know when I go to this person, they're not just going to blurt something out after I say whatever it is that I have to say. Right. They're going to ask me what it is that I need from them. Yeah. And there's power in that. So, ladies and gentlemen, oh, go ahead. By the way, I must be a psychic because you did do the Beast Mode moment before Jeff's joined. Oh, that's because you were like, Jason, do the Beast Mode moment because I'm not prepped for anything over here. I just want to come out and bear my soul today, but I'm not prepped. So you didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the point in the episode. Wow, that I can't even I cannot even wait for this one. I'm gonna tell you this much. Uh if if this dude, I'll ask him after the episode, but he better not have already had the, the song teed up before we started this episode, because that's not how it happens. What he's supposed to do, and what he normally does, is taps into the emotion of the episode and he digs back into his background into his catalog because music in it is in his heart it's in his veins he, he he poops it you understand what i'm saying ladies and gentlemen so <laughs> we have come to the point in the episode where jeff ties everything that we've just talked about into a song ladies and gentlemen Jeff's joint. Wow, bro. If people, first of all, goosebumps. Second of all, if people weren't already <laughs> just like ready to just crack because of the conversation we just had, that song just just absolutely did it. Talk to us about it. This is going to be the one time when I just say, let the words speak for themselves, brother. Very well. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, for Beauty and the Beast Mode, this is Yay Yay Martinez. This is Big Jeff. Peace. See ya.